This is Town Square Sunday On Demand. And now, 1420 WBSM's Jim Phillips. Good morning and welcome to Town Square Sunday. This month is the 33rd anniversary of the Americans with Disabilities Act. And to celebrate that milestone, uh, two women from the Fairhaven Belonging Committee and also MoLife Incorporated have created a Disability Pride Day. Now, the dis in disability is in small letters, and the ability is in large letters. Uh, So I think you know where these two are coming from. They obviously want to stress the ability of people who may have uh, uh, physical uh, disabilities or developmental disabilities, and uh, they want to talk about the abilities of these folks. Uh, They're holding a Disability Pride Day to be held at the Fairhaven Council on Aging uh, July 30th from 11 to 2. Uh, Tracy Welsh and Jessica Fidalgo are joining us today to talk about the event, also the lives of people with developmental and physical challenges, and welcome to you both. Thank Thank you for having us, Jim. Uh, Why is Disability Pride Day important to both of you? Uh, Tracy, why don't you start? Sure. Um, For some of you guys that do or don't know, my younger brother has um, autism, um, and that's something that he's struggled with all his life, being part of the Special Olympics. Um, I'm an advocate for him and others in our community, um, and advocacy work. The Americans with Disabilities Act was passed July 26, 1990, and when the Fairhaven Belonging Committee sent a message to MO Life, we wanted to make sure that we were here in the forefront because the individuals that we work with, we support in residence, uh, through employment services, through our day programs, and we wanted to make sure that people understand the abilities of everybody. I am so honored to work with somebody every Monday at Market Basket right now until we get some more help. Um, she's blind. She's vis- visibly impaired, and the work that she does in the Market Basket Bakery is phenomenal. So when I'm working with her, I don't see this. I'm working with this blind young woman. I'm, I'm working with, I, I don't say their names, uh, but let's just say her name is Becky. Um, I work with Becky, and that's why I'm working with an individual. I'm not working with an individual who has a disability. So we wanted to make sure that the dis was small and the ability was huge because we want people to see, you know, their artists, their CEOs, they own and run their own companies or or what they do in the community um, is amazing, and we have a lot of people that volunteer their services as well. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's important to you. How about you, uh, Jessica Fidalgo? So I... Being on the belonging committee, I care a lot about advocacy and making sure that people are heard and seen. Um, So I think having a disability pride event is something that's going to help our community um, be seen and and be able to be heard. Um, A a lot of people don't feel comfortable coming forward and complaining about something that, you know, as simple as a ramp sometimes that just might make something easier. So I think having this kind of event is going to bring uh, the community closer and more understanding of each other, but also give the belonging committee an extra chance to hear um, people and what they think we need. Tracy, Mo Life's involvement uh, with this event kind of easy to understand. Mo Life does works with these folks day in and day out uh, to uh, not only be independent in some cases, but uh, to feel better about themselves and give them a place in this community. Um, But how about the Belonging Committee? Uh, For those who don't know, what is that? Yeah, so the Belonging Committee is the Town of Fairhaven's DEI committee, so we're Diversity, Equity, Inclusion. So our mission is to 
uh, advocate for all the different citizens of our town, um, educate people, help businesses, other municipal boards, um, schools, kind of anybody looking to learn, to be heard, to be seen, to be advocated for. Um, so I think an important thing to think about with DEI is that disabled people are part of the diversity of the town, older people, younger people. It really does come down to everybody, um, and we just need to give a space for everybody. Sometimes we forget, you know, when we talk about diversity, uh, there are a lot of different groups that are put in that yeah. bucket, if you will. Yep. We forget about people with disabilities sometimes, yep. and they are, in fact... What makes a community diverse? Yes. Along with all the other groups that are uh, uh, in there as well. Um, the Americans with Disabilities Act is really like a bill of rights for the disabled. Uh, your press release uh, stated that July is an occasion to celebrate people with disabilities, honor their inherent and unalienable rights, promote their visibility, applaud their achievements. And that's what will be happening on the Disability Pride Day, July 30th. Is that right? Yep. Tell us about that day. It's going to be going on. Why don't you start, Tracy? Sure. No, I appreciate that. Um, so from 11 to 2, everybody can come, the public, everybody, you know, somebody asks us, you know, is it just for people with um, different abilities? And we're like, it's, it's for everybody. We want people, if you have questions, we're going to have resources. We're going to have our decoration station. The Lions Club is coming, and um, they're going to uh, donate popcorn. Uh, we have Dell's Lemonade available. And then we have individuals from our pre-heads program um, from MO Life that are going to help pr- prepare some of the food. So we're going to have, you know, a couple finger sandwiches, a bag of chips donated, um, which is great for us because we're going to be able to sell the sandwiches, chips, and the water or soda for $7 to help make some money for next year. Um, everything is a 501c3 um, nonprofit, so all the monies will be going towards next year. Uh, we're hoping to have um, the Commission of the Blind come with some canes and maybe blindfold some people to understand. You know, Jessica had mentioned the other day that when you say, hey, it's over there on the table, that's our verbiage, right? But I'm blind now, and maybe for the day, or even if it's five minutes that you're blind, you're lost. So what does that look like for people in the community when they're going to other places? So um, so you mentioned some of the people that will be invited. Is this a free event? Yes. Yeah, so the event itself is free. Uh, a lot of the activities are going to be free. We do ask. We're going to be having the uh, lunch, and we'll ask for uh, donations for the lunch. And for uh, we will have a couple of raffles just to raise money for next year so we can kind of expand on uh, this event. And again, this event is uh, uh, July 30th from 11 to 2 at the Fairhaven Council on Aging. Yes. Correct. And if it rains, we'll be in the rec center. So we already have that backup plan. Okay, so right there. Yeah, right. Either way, it's you're Either driving way. to the same parking lot. <laughs> and, uh, we have the dunk tank. You want to talk about that real quick? Oh, yes. So the rec center has is donating a dunk tank for the event, and our uh, town firefighter, the firefighters union, volunteered to be our dunkers. Yes. For the day, <laughs> you, know, so you know, suggest a donation a dollar, and you know, yeah. dunk a cutie. You know, <laughs> well, you know, somebody's going to get wet. Yeah, this is Town Square Sunday. I'm Jim Phillips. My guests are Tracy Welch and Jessica Fidalgo, two organizers of the Disability Pride Day. Dis in small letters, ability in large letters, uh, to emphasize the abilities of people. Um, Disability Pride Day, July 30th, from 11 to 2 at the Fairhaven Council on Aging. Um, 
As we mentioned, as the name suggests, you are looking to stress the abilities of people who carry around that label, disabled. But really, as you mentioned, a lot of folks working in the community, maybe not as many as we'd like to see. Finding jobs is really tough in this market, I would say. Although you would think a lot of people who were, before the pandemic, they were working. Pandemic hits, they stop working. They don't go back to work or they find something else somewhere else. I don't know. But there was a lot of vacancies and still is a lot of vacancies. Are you having a problem finding work for these folks? I am. Uh, I have a couple of individuals that I'm a job developer with MO Life. But one of the things I want to kind of stress first is it is not enough that companies are equal opportunities employers if they do not actually hire people with disabilities. You know, that's one of the things, you know, when you kind of go out in the community and you, and you see folks, you know, how can you say you are when you don't hire folks that have a, have a uh, disability? I have one young lady right now that's, that can only work two hours a week, and that's one of my tough ones. We have folks that can work 10 hours, 30 hours full-time, but it, it depends where people where people, people are. Uh, we have one individual who's blind and deaf, and he's looking for employment opportunities. Um, we have other organizations. So on, on Sunday that we're there, we're going to have a table. We're going to have a leads and needs section. If you know somebody that's looking for employment opportunities, a business, let us know because we're going to have our resumes with our individuals and what they're looking for. Like my two-hour person is looking to clean. So we went through the phone book last week, and we hit all the lawyers up that we could. And, we, yeah, we have the phone book, folks. Yeah, I got one. Um, and we just looked through it, and I said, well, what do you think? You know, because last month we went and hit some gyms. For two hours, it would be great for her to come in, and she's with, with me, our, our job coach. Um, and we, we help her if she needs it. But she wants to clean, and she wants to work two hours a week and get out and make her own money. Um, the person I work with at Market Basket, we work every Monday and Wednesday with her, and she works six hours a week. Loves it. But we have other individuals that work at Marshalls, so I want to give shout-outs, Cask and Pig. I mean, we have individuals everywhere that you wouldn't even know. Um, but it is hard. It is difficult. And for you guys that don't know, for the first year, you get a tax write-off hiring people with disabilities. And um, if you have to put ramps in and things like that, there's other tax incentives that I would love to talk to people about. Okay. And you'll be available. I will be there. Uh, on the July 30th yeah. to talk about employment and how uh, the benefits of uh, yeah. of hiring uh, someone with a disability. Yeah. Um, Jessica, there are other benefits as well, benefits of the heart, I think I'll call them, yeah. that uh, help people. Uh, look, we're all in the community here. We're all the same. We all are struggling to get through every day. And uh, if you have an opportunity for someone Uh, It would be sure nice to share that opportunity, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, so. We're going to have some speaker time that day. Um, I have a specifically, I have a parent who spoke at a school committee meeting Mm -hmm. about the unified sports program or the unified program that the high school and middle school have and how that was such a positive influence for their family, for their child, for their kind of their whole experience um, as parents. Um, and he's going to be speaking at the event, and I, we're going to try and get some more people to just talk about their stories about how inclusion really changes and, you know, their experiences and gives people confidence um, because everybody wants to be valued. Everybody wants to feel like they have a place. Um, and I think, you know, if you're not directly connected to someone with a disability, um it's hard to actually have understand that, I guess. So the more that we can get people having these conversations and hearing these stories, it 
it's going to be just a positive overall. I think it's pretty important. Uh, Yeah. You know, Jim, as we're going through this, I, I was talking to Jessica. I have a handicap placard for my for me, and I don't consider myself every day being a disabled person. But my placard says I'm a disabled person because I've had, you know, medical issues of my life. It, it doesn't mean that I have to have an intellectual disability or, or certain other. You know, we we try to use different terminology. You know, mm-hmm. um, but you just don't know what people are going through. You know, so the the day's event is going to meet people where they're at, have people come. Um, the biggest thing that I love is we're doing a decoration station this year. So if you have a prosthesis or decorate your cane or whatever that looks like for you, you want to decorate your wheelchair, we have all kinds of stuff for people in the community to come and, and, and be part of. So, um, yeah, I, I really think it, it, it kind of changes. When you have a person who's uh, uh, physically disabled or whatever the issue may be, working in an environment, I think it not only changes them, and it may change the employer, it changes co-workers. It yes. changes the whole environment around that person. And uh, uh, for the most part, I think it's uh, pretty special. Yeah. Um, so what else is happening? Uh, anything else we haven't touched on regarding the day, regarding July 30th? Yes, I just want to mention that uh, DJ uh, Brienne Vieira is volunteering her service for the day. So we have music going on all day. People mm-hmm. want to dance and hang out. Um, we also have photographer... Um, I'm going to say Maggie about, by the millimeter. <laughs> yeah, Maggie by the millimeter is donating her um, services for the day. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's going to be fun to have people try and dunk firefighters and be part of the community, eat together, sit together, and, and get some resources. If you didn't know about you know what's going on in the community, come for the day. Uh, we'll have resources available about um, our individuals and hopefully some other you know community connections. We're going to hit them up next. Uh, we've invited SMEC. Um, we've invited other indi- agencies just like MLI because it's not about us, um, but we want to help spearhead this every year. This is an annual event. Um, so talk to me about uh, some of the issues. You know, the, the ADA uh, did uh, open doors of opportunity for people uh, with disabilities, uh, but more work does remain to be done, as your press release stated. Yep. Uh, you have some thoughts on that, I think. Certainly job Finding jobs for folks is not an easy task. No, it hasn't been. So when I was at Market Basket the week or so ago, and I don't think about this, like our, my friend that I work with now um, has a cane. So wherever we're walking, I'm like, oh, Market Basket's um, out. When you first walk in, it's probably for the rain. It has this big, long mat, and it's secured to another mat where it popped up. So normally I would just like, oh, I just walk around it, right? But now I'm like, I can't, because what if the next blind person, cane hits it, or somebody's um, crutch hits it wrong, and they yeah, trip and fall. So I went to the front desk, and I said, hey, Philip, just want to let you know um, if you could, could fix that. And this week, they're fixing it. You know, I don't, you don't think of those things, you know? Um, like uh, sitting in your office, sure. there's a leak in your ceiling, right. which I'm going to tell you about now, Jim. There's a leak <laughs> when you're in there. You know what I mean? Those are the things. If I'm sitting underneath it, and it happens to fall on somebody, and somebody who's blind didn't see it, and you guys are in your office... What does that look like for somebody that has a disability? Yes. Um, So I I would say in our, you know, for the Belonging Committee and for Haven specifically, we have a lot of historic buildings, which are beautiful, but they're not the most accessible buildings in town. Um, So they're going to need to be addressed. And I think, you know, the the buildings are beautiful, but they are going to have to change a little bit. Um, We want the town to be welcoming. We need to let people into our town buildings. Our schools are having, you know, more higher need students and they, they come with, everything comes with a cost. Um, so 
understanding what these kids need and funding that. Um, you know, we have a couple of Fairhaven students that have to attend uh, school, I believe, in Rochester because we we can't we can't take of take care of them in Fairhaven schools. Um, so, as part of the you know belonging committee and being an advocate, you know, making sure that people are aware of this and understand, you know, we can do better. Um, I'll always go for better. <laughs> sure, absolutely. Uh, my guests have been Jessica Fidalgo and Tracy Welch, organizers of the Disability Pride Day event. Dis is small letters and ability is large letters. And it's happening July 30th from 11 to 2 at the Fairhaven Council on Aging. Uh, hope you have a great day there. Really Thank you. Uh, stay with us, folks. Town Square Sunday will continue in just a moment. 